Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, welcome back to the podcast. So I'm going to share with you something that happened to me um, these last two days and they're all as a result of obedience rather, should I say, disobedience, because you know me, you know where I am on my journey. Um, I realized I didn't have a weight loss problem as much as I had an obedience problem. And what I've learned over the course of these last many years is that obedience is a, has a lot to do with not only staying the course, but it's also being timely while you're on the path to obedience, while you're on the narrow path. Because I think that's something that is important to make mention. Um, and it's interesting that this came to me, <clears throat> excuse me, because this this particular um, episode that I'm going to share with you is, it's funny because I can look back on it now and it's like, you know, God still corrects me every single day. Don't for a minute ever think that, you know, you're learning from somebody who has arrived. I'm sharing with you what I'm learning on my journey as I learn it and as I go through it and the lessons that I've learned. And so here I am. I'm I'm studying, you know, the Bible every single day, sitting down and pursuing a relationship with God, pursuing intimacy with him. And from that, receiving his strength as I obediently walk out my desire and my pursuit to live a righteous life in all the areas. You know how sometimes we we compartmentalize our lives, we put everything into little departments. God is showing me that it doesn't matter what part of my life, all of my life is connected. And that what I'm reading in his word in the book of Deuteronomy, what I'm studying about blessings and curses <laughs> applies to us even in weight loss, even in like life gain, in all the areas. It doesn't matter. I mean, if I eat the wrong thing, my hormones are affected and there's cause and effect. See it as cause and effect if you're that person or see it as blessings and curses when you're pursuing a relationship with God. And that's how I'm seeing it. So let me just paint this picture for you. Okay. Today's Friday. So this all happened on Wednesday. And, you know, it's important <clears throat> to the extent that you're somebody who needs to see big picture visual of, of a story. So here's what happened. So yesterday I woke up. So Wednesday night I went to bed, I should say. Wednesday night I went to bed. I went to bed early. Everything was fantastic. It was beautiful. I was so excited to go to sleep. All the things you get what I'm saying. I was going to bed and um, Harry came to bed and I don't even know what happened. I think it was my, I have two dogs. I have a large giant dinosaur of a puppy named Charlie, Charles Stanley. <laughs> and um, he does not sleep in our bedroom, nor does he sleep in our bed. But I have a small dog, my little old man, Oscar. He doesn't, I mean, he's becoming my old man. And I've been noticing that as the nights get colder, he's been getting cold. And so normally he sleeps in his little doggy bed. And lately he's been showing up inside of our bed. Um, and now he's got this new thing where he likes to sleep between my legs, right between my feet, which is fine. But then like, I can't move around and I'm getting hot. So this is what happened. So Wednesday night, I'm in bed sometime around midnight. I woke up with Oscar between my feet and I couldn't move. And in that awakened state, Harry was snoring. 
And listen, I love my husband, but when I go to bed before him because he snores, so that way I drown out the snoring. <laughs> Can you relate to that? <clears throat> Excuse me. And so there I was. I couldn't fall asleep. I couldn't get back to sleep. It was one o'clock and like all the things started happening. I was not worried. I was not stressed. I felt the peace of God all around me, but I started having bad dreams. I started dreaming about stupid random stuff that I can't, I'm not even going to share with you because it was just stupid. But I'm also at that point in the seekers method right now where I'm coaching women and saying, listen, this might be the point where you're stepping into obedience so much in all of the areas, especially in your food, that as you're needing less food and as you're eating less sugar, you might start to have more vivid dreams. And guess what? I'm not exempt from that. And so I started having crazy dreams and I couldn't sleep well at all. So there I was Thursday morning. I woke up after a poor night's rest. I mean, you know that feeling where you're like, I barely slept. Even if you probably, if your sleep number, my sleep number is seven hours. Even if it only amounted to me getting five and a half hours, I still had sleep. It's not like I had two hours, you know, when I had newborns. But to say that I woke up feeling rested would be a lie. I mean, I slept poorly and It didn't look good for my Thursday as I woke up to Thursday. So as I woke up Thursday morning and made my way into the kitchen, I was praying and talking to God. And I'm like, God, please help me. Help me to, to change this day. And I felt him there with me. And there are days where I feel him. I feel his presence. And yesterday, I didn't. But I I don't care anymore because even when I don't feel him upon me, I know he's within me. And so I started saying to him, God, help me to change this day. And I could feel him impressing upon my spirit and saying to me, I'm going to let this day change you. Instead of of this this day changing, he wanted this day to change me. And in that moment, I thought, oh boy, this is going to get interesting. (laughs) And I knew that the way the morning was unfolding, that by all of my own measures of success, that it wasn't going to be a good day. You know how you can just tell, like you just, you just know that something else is needed if you're going to have a productive day. And you know, when I think back of yesterday, think back to yesterday, by all measures, by all measures of my own, you know, standards, It was unsuccessful and unproductive according to my own worldly standards. But I was reminded that sometimes we have to learn lessons the hard way, repeatedly. And you know what? There I was yesterday in a hard lesson. And I hadn't even, I didn't even see it coming. I mean, I kind of did, but I had done everything in my flesh to overcompensate. And here's what I mean by that. I've learned the hard way many times that sometimes compromised or delayed obedience is still disobedience. When you delay, you pay. When you delay obeying, you pay. I mean, that's where blessings and curses come in because delayed obedience to God's word and to that still small voice is still disobedience. Because timing in all the ways matters. This podcast that I'm going to share with you today will bless you if you are wise enough to lean in and to learn from an old, wiser 
48-year-old woman who is wiser today than she was yesterday, trust me. (laughs) If you'll just lean in and pay attention to what I'm going to share with you, it's going to help you to suffer in your flesh as you're trying to pursue weight loss, even just that more, that little bit more. See, God has been narrowing my path in this journey that I'm on right now. And my flesh has been has been testing to see if the boundaries that he's giving me in my life right now are real. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm a little kid still testing the boundaries and I'm here to tell you they are real. I mean, I'm 48 years old, which means that my body's changing and God is narrowing my path for a reason because he needs to raise me again in this new season. I've never been 48 years old dealing with hormones, dealing with life challenges the way that I am right now. And he needs me to know that he knows the way that I'm not some arrived professional that has it all figured out. I mean, when I reflect back for years, I suffered with adult acne before I learned that my food, my food was the factor. It was the culprit. In my case, it was it was dairy. I, I can't drink milk unless I want to be a 48-year-old with a gigantic pimple. I can have some cheese, only a little bit of cheese, too much cheese. Look out, here comes the acne. And then I also, whoo, I'm going to pause for a moment because I have a child coming in and we will be right back. All right, we are back. Sorry about that. <clears throat> you know what's funny is I totally kind of knew that one of my babies was going to wake up and come in here. I mean, because it's early in the morning when I'm recording this right now. And of course, little Landon had a bad dream. And so we are back. (laughs) All right, where was I? So we were talking about how for years I suffered with adult acne before I learned that my food being dairy was the culprit. And then I started to gain weight before I realized that when I eat matters just as much as what and how much I actually eat. Because the world just tells you it's all about how much you eat, but it's not. It's so much more than that. It's about what you eat, when you eat, and how you eat, how much you eat rather. Because, and the reason for that, just side note, is because hormones are real. I mean, that's just the truth. And just like anything else in life, they respond, our hormones respond to cause and effect. I can see now that when I try to manage my life in just little compartments or departments, if you will, like, you know, here's my food department and it's separate from my clothing department, from my sleep, from my entertainment, my coffee, my mom department, my wife department, my friend, you get what I'm saying. When I start to compartmentalize my life and just put every area in its box and I start to think that they're not all connected, I lose sight of the big picture and I start to get disconnected from the truth, the truth that I've learned as a result of having a relationship with God. I mean, this morning when I woke up, you know, you might know this about me, maybe you don't. I'm kind of weird, but I wake up with songs in my heart. Like I just, I wake up hearing them. And some, sometimes, most of the time, my preference is that they're a Christian song, but sometimes they're secular. And when they're secular, at first I was offended by waking to a secular song because I'm like, that is not me. I am not a white snake person, (laughs) whatever. This morning, it was the song. I don't even know the name of it. I'm going to slaughter it because I'm not a a song person. Um, I think it's called All I Want Is You or maybe it's, you know, the song is, it's by the cars. You might think I'm crazy, but all I want is you. 
And as I was listening to that song in my head, and I've learned this, I don't start to think that that song is from me. It's like God's little way that he puts a melody in my heart. And the chorus that I kept hearing in my heart as I woke up this morning was, all I want is you. And God pointed out to me that, you know, the lyrics of that song are for me, that, you know, today they're for me, that he wants me to know that when, um, when I'm feeling a little bit wild and I flash that, I flash that fragile smile that he wants me to know that he sees when I'm weak and that all he wants is me. And I only know that because I have a relationship. I'm not pursuing a religion because religion will never, never, never did get me to a point of obedience. But a relationship is getting me there. Because in my relationship, for as much as I know, all he wants is me. All I know is all I want is him. So when I compartmentalize my life and I break everything down and I see it as this is, you know, my coffee and this is my truth around coffee and this is what I do as a mom and as a wife and as a friend and, you know, this is my TV, you know, watching and this is how I escape and numb out. When I start to see all of these things as not being related or connected, I really do disconnect from my truth. But when I see that what I do, when I do it, how I do it and why, things start to change because it's all connected. Meaning what I eat affects how I feel. When I drink coffee affects how I perform and how well I sleep or don't sleep. Or what I wear affects how I reflect Christ God in me to the world. Or what I watch marinates and penetrates my thoughts to the extent that I feel his presence. What I eat affects my mood, affects my God voice. And so in these last two days, the ways that these this yesterday changed me is that God prompted me, God showing me how there are blessings and curses for my obedience in all the areas. Everything is connected. He prompted me to two days ago. Okay, so this is the situation that got me into a stinky night of sleep. He prompted me two years, two, two years, hello, two days ago as I sipped my coffee that I better not take that sip because it was 2.30 in the afternoon. See, here, here's where I was on Wednesday. My kids don't go to school on Wednesday. So I'd had a great night of sleep on Tuesday night. Wednesday, I was having an amazing day. Landon and I, I made a cup of coffee and Landon and I sat down at the island, at the kitchen island for what seemed like an eternity <laughs> to practice his spelling words and to do his math homework. And we kept repeatedly practicing his spelling words and practicing and practicing and pra and my coffee got a little bit cold. And so I stood up and I kind of knew what time it was. You know how that blatant disobedience kind of perks up in your day and your thought process. And I added a little bit of boiling hot water to my cup of coffee just to kind of refresh it a little bit. And I sipped on it knowing it was after two o'clock. Two o'clock is my time. I do not drink coffee after two o'clock. And I sipped on it as I twirled around and looked at the time. And it was 2.30. And I could feel his precious Holy Spirit pointing out to me that I cannot have coffee after two o'clock. And I knew that, you know, there I am. I'm studying blessings and curses. I'm studying Deuteronomy. I know cause and effect. I have 
been here. I know this. I know I can't at this season of my life at the age of 48 years old, expect to be able to drink a cup of coffee or a sip of coffee after two o'clock and think that it won't affect me. But there I was, I reasoned it and I sipped it. I mean, you know, my logic was I need a little bit of energy. And you know, I was having a productive day. I had so much energy, but that sip, that small sip was off the narrow path. And I'm sharing this with you because I need you to know that it doesn't matter how small it is, that everything about you is related. Your hormones are affected. One bite of the kid's mac and cheese when you're trying to do keto. One, you know, perpetually watching the wrong TV shows when you're trying to pursue a relationship with God. All of these things are connected. When you are on the narrow path, there cannot be one small sip off of it. You can't stand on the narrow path and lean your head off of it and take a sip of coffee and think it doesn't matter. It matters. And the results for me that day was a horrible night's sleep that night. I mean, ah, because I'm, I'm right now pursuing in all, all the departments of my life, I'm pursuing righteousness. I'm pursuing to live in obedience as I ascend to a new level of righteousness on this narrow path as I'm climbing the hill. God wants me to see that it is all connected. And that in this instance, me leaning off of the narrow path like that, it is what led me to a horrible night's sleep, which led to a horrible subsequent day. So Thursday, yesterday was a bad day. It totally, I was weak in my flesh. And during that day yesterday, that horrible day yesterday, I just let God minister to my defeated heart. I went to him in my weakness. I sought him for strength. And he met me there. He shared how cause and effect works. And to see how my choices are bigger than just cause and effect, but they're blessings and curses that have cascading results, even in weight loss, even in my pursuit now of righteousness, that sometimes the curses need to be, need to be immediate in their results, because if not, I would miss the lesson on this small scale. Like he's showing me right now that these small things have big effects and they're immediate because he needs me to know that even when I sin, and I don't see the effect of it. I don't see the curse of my disobedience. That they're coming. And sometimes I sow that seed with my sin nature. And it's going to reap me a harvest that reflects death and decay. I hope, I hope this is coming across as sensible. Because I feel like I'm scattered. God told me and taught me yesterday that sometimes the curses need to be immediate in their results. Because I would miss the lesson in the busyness of my life. My spiritual growth depends upon me leaning in and trusting him for strength and power, even when the cup of coffee smells so good and it's totally compliant and it's right in front of me. It doesn't matter. The coffee is not bad, but the timing of drinking it is. Just like the food that you're trying to avoid eating right now isn't inherently bad, but the time of it is because God is trying to teach you obedience. He's trying to show you that blessings and curses curses are for today. It doesn't matter if it's Old Testament. 
cause and effect blessing. It is, it is how we step into obedience. See that what you're doing is sowing a seed. See that what you're doing is a part of the cycle, the beautiful cycle that he teaches us in the Bible of blessings and curses. So instead of trying to push through, you know, this was me yesterday. Instead of me trying to push through all my to-dos yesterday, I just sat with him and saw, okay, you know what? I got to sit down on the narrow path. I'm not strong enough today. Like everything was super hard. And I sought strength to be compliant and to not eat off my plan for physical energy. I sought him for strength. I started talking Isaiah, Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 to myself. I pursued him for strength, for renewed strength, for power when I was feeling weak, for strength when I was feeling powerless. I sought him to help me to not be cranky because of sleep deprivation, to not be a sloth all night because I knew that that was me teaching my children patterns of laziness, to be strong in the face of disappointment over my intention for the day. I didn't have mental clarity to do, to record the podcast that I had planned to record yesterday. And he showed, he showed up yesterday to strengthen and to encourage me. He said, you know what, you're going to do a little bit less today than you could have. But that's a result of you not being obedient in that moment when you needed to. And he strengthened me and he encouraged me. But here's the difference. All day yesterday, I obeyed him. I saw in my mind's eye what he wanted me to do to scale down my day so that I could just be productive still in alignment to my values in accordance to his will for my life. And he showed me, okay, these are the things that you're going to have to push in the physical to do. And what it was that he wanted me to do, what he showed me in my mind's eye, what I was to do for the rest of the night, I just needed to practice obedience to that. He showed me what what errands to run, what food to cook for dinner, what things to do and say around the dinner table, ways to engage the kids and my husband with scripture around the table, and then how to actually just be in bed and be asleep by nine. And now here I am, it's a new day. And you know what? He did use that day to change me. It showed me that just like the timing of my food, the timing of my obedience also matters. Because I'm a maturing woman with hormones and he's trying to father me in this season of my life still yet. I'm still his child. I still don't know what the day holds. I don't know how to do this. So he's showing me how to do it and how to be obedient, but not only be obedient, but to be obedient to the small things because they matter and the timing of them matters. There are no compliant sips when you are on the narrow path. Compliant sips off of the narrow path, I should say. I can't lean my head off the narrow path while my head's, while my feet's, while my feet are on the narrow path and think that that sip off of the narrow path is going to be okay because there there's cause and effect there's blessings and curses obedience to his voice when he speaks is everything even when it's hard because when it was hard yet you know two days ago on wednesday i was having a great day and i knew i shouldn't have that sip and i heard him as my Christian life coach, inside my head, his Holy Spirit saying to me, no, and I sipped it anyway. So even when it's hard, be 
obedient because we're not seeking to please our flesh. We're seeking to live righteously in every department of our lives. So don't see obedience as a choice. See it as the way. When you pursue righteousness, obedience gets easier. So see obedience as the way. Just be obedient right now in this minute, right now in this hour. Just be obedient to this small thing that's hard to do. Just be obedient to the prayer you just prayed. Pray it and walk in the direction. That's how you faith it when you don't feel like it. Obedience is the way through. It's a non-negotiable response with a time-sensitive expectancy. Because the way to truly step into obedience with ease is to do it by living in your minutes, by having your minutes be, by having your what you're doing right now being done unto the Lord, pursuing to live righteously in the seemingly mundane things that a cup of coffee does not seem like it's the way to pursue righteousness, yet it is. It's being used right now to not only change me, but to help you see an example of its unfolding. There are blessings for obedience and there are curses for disobedience. The way to truly step into obedience with ease is to do it by living your minutes unto the Lord, pursuing to live righteously in every department of your life because all of the departments are connected and they impact each other and blessings and curses apply to us even in weight loss.